All right, welcome in everybody to this week's episode of the Young Podcast presented by Goat Entertainment. I'm your host, Josh Robinson. This is Nick Borden. And that's it. Just the two. Just the two. We're rolling too deep tonight. It's one of those episodes. We got a we got that, a great I mean, episode uh, prep for you, know, you guys. It's kind of just that describes the whole weekend, essentially, as far as uh There's a lot of things that could describe the whole weekend, Nick. We say weekend. It was Sunday, Sunday slash Monday morning. Yeah. That that was the length it of the trip. Like, it was, like it I wasn't mean, even the weekend. We had like three days packed into you know like eight hours. A lot of stuff happened. There was the thing is Nick. At no point in time during this entire from the time that I woke up on Sunday morning, the time that I woke up on Sunday, to the time I got back. Monday at about noon, I was in a rush the entire time. That, bro, this was this was like day uh, twenty. This was a twenty-three hour trip, twenty-two and a half hour trip. We left at one thirty on Sunday. It was a twenty-two and a half hour trip, and it felt like and it, it involved, was three days. It involved we we ate one meal barely, barely. Yeah, we ate one meal barely. We had a chicken biscuit each, if you want to count that. Well, we had like half a sandwich for dinner before what we did. What we I had, had like a quarter of a sandwich because I knew if I like tried to hoff down anymore, it, would just, it was just wasn't going to be good. So, Anyways, if y'all were paying attention to the social media accounts, Sunday night we went to Atlanta. ATL, baby. ATL, A-town. baby. Hot Atlanta as they call it. It was hot Atlanta. Oh, it was hot. It was thick air Atlanta is what it was. It was so humid the whole time. You were there. Like as soon as you stepped out of the car, sweat dropping from your face. Crazy. It was it was excessive. But yeah, it was so excessive. We were like, you know what, we've been talking about the playoffs a lot. <laughs> the playoffs. The playoffs. 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 We had to go to them. It started it started Monday. It started Monday. I was sitting at my desk at my, my job that will remain uh disclosed. Um sitting at my job and I think to myself, wait a second. The Hawks are playing the Bucks. Hashtag bring the Bucks. Bring the Bucks. Hawks are playing the Bucks. Now, if, if I know anything about sports series is they will play some games in Milwaukee and they will play some games in Atlanta. Right. And the thing about being in North Alabama is it's not spitting distance from Atlanta, but it's not bad driving distance. So I text Nick. I look up tickets to make sure they're not $2,000. And I, I, I see how much they are and I text Nick and I say, hey, how how would you be willing to spend this much money to go watch the Hawks play the Bucks on Sunday? And Nick hits me back with the most, not the most surprising text I've had, but it's the first time we've ever been like, let's spend real people money, like let's like, let's spend money on something. Yeah. So he hits me with the, I can swing that, and we're like, all right, bet. Because the thing is, like, I wouldn't have thought about it, but like once you said, it, I was like, you know what, this actually makes perfect sense to go to. Because why not? It was at the right price. It was a little expensive, but it was at the right price. It was, you know, it's right next door. I don't know the next time that the Hawks are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. It was on a Sunday. A lot of, a lot well, the, the of the cylinders thing were is, clicking. It, was, it had to do with two teams that, especially recently, have just, you know, consumed this podcast. Yes. The Bucks for the last, you know, three years. Yes. Talking about bringing the Bucks. You know how we're going to bring them to Birmingham. Still going to happen, by the way. Still going to happen. Fear the deer. Fear the deer. Bring the Bucks. But also, you know, with the time, you know, Walter Kurtz's uh, punishment, you know, his sentencing having to do with the Hawks, it just made perfect sense. 
And so, anyways, but before y'all are wondering, we did ask Walker. He respectfully declined. But, yes, so we did the, the number one, which now I, it is in question whether he is the number one Hawks fan or not. You know, Josh is making a run for his money, I must say, after this weekend. I, I, I went to that game, and I, I felt that atmosphere. If you've never felt you if if you've never felt playoff sports atmosphere like, period it's it's electric and then like playoff NBA atmosphere playoff energy there's also like SEC football yeah that's the only thing that like like non playoff that I it's can like comparable to yeah SEC playoff SEC football so so we go and it was oh, I was intoxicated it was you know not not from any beverages or anything it like that it was it was an intoxicating uh, atmosphere atmosphere yeah it, it it was in the State Farm Arena. Uh, after walking 15 minutes, I, j- I had to jump a fence. Uh, it was there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, we weren't 100 percent sure we were at the right gate until like we were like inside of the gate. Oh, we're in. I was like, got it. I was following my phone. It was telling me to go a certain direction. I was like, I mean, we're going to this direction. We're already running late. We're going this direction, and I don't see people. Right. And what I'm used to at sporting events is like there's a line to get in. It's like, like that in conferences. Anybody. When you're at like a big arena like that, you just expect to see like a sea of people. Exactly, and you just follow the people. I didn't see, and it's not like a bunch of people were kind of walking into one thing, one place, and disappearing. It's just it. It looked like a normal Sunday evening, like just sidewalk strolling down the street. But we finally found this little opening, and it was uh, it was a gate that we could enter in. We went in. They, you know, we walked through the. The, the metal detectors, and the second I stepped foot in that arena, it was... You could feel the energy, man. I was a Hawks fan for life. Well, what's tra- the thing is, too, you know, obviously, you know, we've been Bucks podcast almost since we started the podcast, to be honest. Like, 2018. Yes. Probably, like, the first of 2018. So, going on, you know, three and a half years. We're also, like, we're not idiots. So, we're going to pose as Hawks fans as we're going. Oh, there. absolutely, yes. I was not about to. We're not about, like, all the videos of these fans, you know, getting into fights and stuff. No. Like, we're not about <laughs> to get got. Uh, we were, that's, one of, that's one of the rules here at uh, GOAT Entertainment. Don't get got. And we weren't about to go to Atlanta and get got. Because we were sitting in the exact seats that every single one of those Twitter videos that you yeah. see. I mean, Suns and Ford guy, it was in the upper level. It's the upper deck, man. So. The upper deck, that's where the... We we had to drop some money on these tickets, but that's that's where the peasants sit. That's where that's where the common man that's sits. That's where the real fans sit, though. You know. Let's put it this way: Floyd Money Mayweather was sitting on the the floor. Yeah. Sitting courtside. We we were doing and it very well. Me up, she's like, I didn't. Once he came on the screen, like, I was like looking for people. I never really saw anyone ca- just because where we were sitting. Yeah. But as soon as they put him on the screen, it cracked me up because I was like. We've been talking about Floyd and hyping up that fight with Logan for so long. And then, like, two weeks after that fight happened, we're in the same building as Floyd. Cracked me up. Wild. That's one of those aha moments, you know? Wild. Yeah, he was there. Cam Newton was there courtside. Randomly, Dwight Howard, who had just got bounced by the Hawks, you know, a week before playing for the Sixers was there. Crazy. But, yeah, no. So, we, we go in and we, we went ahead and we bought some Hawks gear. And I will at least say the guy I was sitting next to, because, you know, I've been a basketball fan my whole life, so I didn't talk to basketball with people. I ha- I at least had him fooled that I was a Hawks fan. Because the thing, Josh, the thing that it got me to was, it was like the second half. He was like, hey, man, you, you and me both know, man, Hawks are a, uh, they're a fourth quarter team. I heard, I heard him and say I that. And I was like, and to be honest, I hadn't watched a full Hawks game all year. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, man, I know exactly what you're talking about. Lying straight through my teeth to this poor guy. <laughs> So, should we just start from the very beginning? And, no, uh, we will save that because 
in about a day, we have a vlog coming out. We do. We decided we do. to vlog this whole trip. Um, Thank God we did. Because, and the the bad part is, bro, is there were so many things that we missed on camera that just crazy things that just happened so, while we are in Atlanta. There was just so much where we would sit there and be like, it would be one of those situations where something's happening and you just want to look around at everyone that's around you and be like, y'all are seeing this, right? We're all experiencing this moment right now. Like how bananas this is. Um, some of those things that I will we'll tell you all about because, you know, we didn't have anything to vlog with this, this in the second, uh, you know, parking garage. <laughs> we, we were in the parking garage of the hotel twice and we had lengthy stories to tell about both times. Oh, yeah. Um, we got to play the game uh, while we were trying to fall asleep. Uh, is it fireworks or gunshots? Yeah. I that mean, was a fun legitimate game. Quest, like a legitimate game. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, we were walking back into the hotel, and there were about 30, w- would you say, like, upper middle school? Yes, middle school age kids. Absolutely. Middle, absolutely middle. They're not in high school, but middle school age kids yeah. just hanging out in front of our right. hotel. And then once we walked into, we had a kid in a ski mask <laughs> asking the uh, – the hotel manager, if he could charge his phone to get to five, because it's only on five percent, he wants to get to like ten percent. But he was wearing a ski mask in June. Yeah. Um. Another one of the kids had a, a paintball gun on him for no reason. Uh. It was just. It was just interesting. They did ask. They're like, "Hey, y'all went to the game?" We're like, "Yeah, we went to the it game." It's like one of those moments. So it was respect. It was. But uh, yeah, Atlanta's crazy, bro. Atlanta's crazy. Atlanta's crazy. We tried. You know, when we went to the, just like we stopped before we went to the game, stopped at a mall. Granted, it was Sunday, so everything was closing by like six. We stopped at a mall to try to get some gear, and just like you would, you could convince me by taking me through this mall that Atlanta does not have a basketball team. Yeah. If you took me through this mall and all the stores that we were able to get into, you could convince me that Atlanta does not have a basketball team. They got a baseball team. They got loads of Braves. If we were going to a Braves game, man, Nick and I would be covered head to toe. Bro, the craziest part was, too, they had Ole Miss gear. There was the Ole Miss gear, man. Like, there's not an Ole Miss gear in Alabama, but Ole why Miss. is there in Georgia? I don't know. Doesn't Atlanta. Sense. Atlanta. Hey. Central Georgia. Blew my mind. But uh, if you want to see or hear, I get, I get no, see. It'll be video. It's a vlog. Visual. If you want to see any more of that, um, check out the vlog that Nick's going to upload. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this. Yeah. So. It'll be out. So but yeah. Also, check that just out. for a second, the game. I talked about why we actually. Went. Oh yeah, why we actually. The went. game. Uh, started out hearts were absolutely on fire, and I was like, oh man, because it got to where it was like twenty-five to ten, with about six minutes left in the first quarter before the uh, Bucks called a timeout, and I was thinking, uh oh, the uh, they're on fire way too early, because obviously, like, I want the Bucks to go to the finals. So I think it'd be such a better finals with the Bucks versus the Hawks. However, I was like. I'm here in Atlanta. I want the Hawks to freaking win. Like, I want to experience that home team, you know, playoff victory. Just everyone just, like, going insane walking, in the streets, bro. Walking out. Exactly. You know? But it started out on fire. Trey Young, bro. Trey Young could the not The first miss. three quarters, could that guy miss. could not miss. Crossing people up, getting them three-pointers, his little float-ins. Absolutely insane. Also, bro, Giannis at the free-throw line. <laughs> So, if y'all haven't noticed yet watching the games, or if you haven't been watching the games, there's a 10-second rule at the free throw line. There's supposed to be you only have 10 seconds to shoot your free throw. 
Well, people picked up that Giannis takes about 12 seconds. And so the last two rounds, every time Giannis steps to the free throw line and gets the ball, everybody in the arena starts counting One, as loud as they can. Two. It was, It was electric. And, bro, every time he would miss, <laughs> that's the loudest it got in the arena. You would have thought someone just hit a three from, like, the logo every time that Giannis missed. It just because everyone just erupted. Yeah, it was, absolutely It great. was phenomenal. But, yeah, so second quarter, uh, once the bench came in, the Bucks uh, started making a run again. And it ended up uh, – I can't remember what the story at halftime was. Was it tied or was it uh, – I think the Hawks might have been up by, like, six. It's on the block. I can't remember. Anyways, but yeah, so we also who was that? Uh, who performed? Crime Mob. Yeah, Crime Mob randomly just performed. Nuck if you buck. It's a, Something. It's a quality song. The funniest part was was that Josh was like, "Whoa, I was not expecting that," and he said that out loud. And the guy that was sitting next to me, he just kind of laughed. He got he got amusement out of that. Because I like because <laughs> the 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 one song that I know that they have, I like it. It's a good song. It gets Nuck, me hype. If you buck. Nuck if you buck. We knocking and bucking and ready to fight. So yeah, no, I was I was pretty excited. I was it, it was one of those things. It was kind of like when we went to the opening day game for the Trash Pandas. Yeah. And Lee Greenwood was there. Very it's right. just it's just like these B C list celebrities who you're like, I know who they are. Just didn't expect because I have to get in like a mental state of like running into quote unquote celebrities. Right. And it's like, and obviously we were uh, we were on the complete opposite end that they were at. So, um, so it was it was it was weird. It threw me off. It threw me off. Yeah. So so that was cool. And then Trey Young freaking getting hurt at the end of the third quarter, to where he's not playing tonight in Game Four. That's how bad it is. Yeah. No. It, Completely it's, changed the pace of the game. Yeah. A a thousand percent. Trey Young. He he tripped up over the the ref. Fell to the ground, tried to get up again, fell to the ground again. We were like, that's not that's not great. No. We thought we were he was trying to milk it for a second, then he ran down the t- the tunnel and we were like, Oh, this is oh, this is gonna be bad. So fourth quarter starts, and when I tell you the hots are ice cold, cannot make a shot for anything to save their life. Absolutely not. Like the bench players, they were they were trying to fill in, like Lou Williams was trying, uh Bogdanovich was trying. They were trying. Red Velvet, bro, your guy Red Velvet, he couldn't make a shot. It's terrible. No. So he was having an off night. Meanwhile, Chris Middleton starts playing absolutely lights out, unconscious. Chris Chris Middleton, I couldn't miss a shot if he tried. He not in that he fourth was, quarter. He couldn't. Fourth quarter, he got what twenty points in the fourth quarter he alone. Scored the Hawks twenty to seventeen. Yeah. So he he was he one was player. doing pretty good. One one guy. Yeah. Well, Trey Young, he comes back in, tries to with like six minutes left. He, he he's not doing anything. It didn't it didn't change do it anything an no. inch. So, anyways, it went from the Hawks being up all night to eventually the Hawks falling to the Bucks one thirteen to one oh two. Yeah. So, tough scene. Tough. It's rough. It's rough. You know, there's something about when you only score two points in the last four minutes. It's hard to win that game. Yeah. And that's what the 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 Hawks were doing. Um. But all in all, it was a good game. The Hawks were leading on the court and on the scoreboard. I would say a good eighty percent of the game, but it's just that last that last twenty percent is when Chris Middleton got hot and they lost Trey Young and the rest of the Hawks just couldn't pick up that slack and it was it was rough. So Bucks go up two one in the series. It wasn't a blowout quite like game two was. Um It was a good enough game to where like 
it had your interest peaked the entire time. Yes, yes, because it was the Bucks. Once they caught the lead, they kept it, but they did. They were like right up. They they'd get right up there with them, and the Hawks would pull away. They'd get right up there with them, and the Hawks would pull away. And they were doing that kind of not even back and forth, but like the the Bucks almost were just just behind them the whole game, and then eventually, toward in that fourth quarter, they they you know caught up with them, passed them, and then said you know they were all gas no breaks. Yeah, we outing so. So, but all in all, though, fun trip. Just very, very memorable. Very memorable. Memorable trip. It was a fun. It was a fun. It'll be. It's a fun trip. I need like a week's distance from it to yeah. be like that was a fun trip. It's. It was right now. It's electric. Very it's, electric. It was trip. an electric trip. There were. It was just the the people that we ran into. We had to jump over a fence. It. It, it was. Um, it was a lot. It was. A, it was hot. Why do people just for a second? Why do people call it jumping over the fence when you have to like swing one leg, you know, kind of sit in the middle of it and then swing your other leg? Like, there's not really much jumping involved when you think about it. What are you, what are you gonna Jump say? Swing over the fence? Yeah, no, no I agree. I know, I agree. I just think it's funny when you actually think about it. There's not much jumping for real, for real going on. I mean, technically, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I. Uh, that was that was you were way more athletic looking because you had the joggers on. I had the jeans. I was definitely thought as I was jumping over the fence, I was like, I'm gonna tear these jeans. I'm gonna have to buy like I thought I'm gonna bro, have to buy like ninety dollar like, Hawks gym shorts. I was like, Josh is about to rip his pants, bro. It's about to happen. It's, it's about to happen. But anyway, I actually on the sidebar, I ripped a pair of pants the other day, but they were they were they were getting there. Congratulations! No, it was it was no, it was here. It was at the house. Thank God, getting ready to go and then you know rip. And I was like, hate to see it. Hate to see it. So Jeez. all right. So but anyways, closing that chapter. Moving on. Uh, it was reported technically last week, but going on this week's episode of the BFFs podcast, Josh Richards, a TikToker, said that allegedly no fighters got paid in the battle of the platforms TikTok versus YouTube, and they have since. Had to go for bankrupt, bankruptcy, bankruptcy. It's not, it's not, it's not great. So yeah, you know, we talked. Uh, it was either last week or the week before we uh, we gave the rundown on the TikTok versus YouTube boxing match. Um, it it was it was an interesting event. It wasn't particularly done well. They had very big name um, artists, and they had. I mean, obviously, they had people that are "quote unquote" big people who I di- I didn't really know anybody, but I guess people that have a lot of followers on TikTok and YouTube. Um, and they promised who who were the two fighters that they promised uh, five million at least. So it was the main event: Austin McBroom and Bryce Hall were both promised five million dollars each, and then the rest of the undercards were promised one million. One million. Each. And when you think about it, that's there were seven at the time. They were supposed to be eight, but they had to call one fight off. So there's seven fights. Uh, so that's 14 guys. Two of the guys are getting five million each, so you got 10 million, and then the rest of them, that's 12 million. So you're promising off the bat 22 million dollars to just the fighters. Just the fighters, and then you got people like DJ Khaled coming in. You got Migos, you got, Migos. You got Little Baby. So not not cheap acts. No. Um. So that that was gonna be pricey. Also, I don't know what the deal was with the uh, the Hard Rock. Stadium, arena, whatever you want, Hard Rock Stadium, but uh, it wasn't full. It was far from full. Oh, it no. was far from capacity. Well, apparently they were expecting five hundred thousand buys. Nick, tell them how many. How many? Well, here's the thing. When you first, have to, first off, you have to think the price 
of the pay-per-view was $50. It was $50. And, like, the, the, the crowd that they're trying to, like, go towards, it's a bunch of, you know, between the ages of, like, 10 and 15. People that don't have $50. Right. Because I remember when I was, like, 12, and I thought getting $50, having $50, I was like, bro, I'm freaking rich, man. Oh, absolutely. Like, I money. Like, if I ever... I've got money, money. If I was ever given, like, a $50 bill for, like, my birthday or whatever, it, it would stay intact for a full two years. Yeah. Because I just, I wouldn't want to break it. I would be like, I'm the richest man on the face of the planet. Absolutely. So, so. anyway, so there's that. Uh, allegedly, they only had 136,000 buys. The fact that 136,000 people even bought this still blows my mind. Because like we had mentioned, you know, a few weeks ago, it was the easiest thing on earth to stream this online. We watched the entirety of the event across, I think, three different streams. Right. Um, it was, and each of those streams would have the one that, and like the first one took me the longest to find, which ended up being about five minutes to find. Yeah. No, no amount, zero amount of time in the, in the, uh, illegal streaming world. No. Five minutes is, is nothing. And I'm pretty sure that one didn't have too many people that were like watching it, but towards the end, the last like two streams that we ended up watching had like. 80,000 people watching. So you're telling me that 80,000 people are illegally streaming a fight that only had 100,000 pay-per-view buys. Insane. And that's what that's what's crazy. That's what Logan Paul and Jake Paul were talking about on Impulsive. They're like they don't understand there's things like the piracy that you have to like try to figure out that all these things that aren't adding up. See, everyone's trying to come at the UFC. And be like, oh, the UFC this, the UFC that. Everyone needs to take one. If you're going to take one note in the pay-per-view game out of Uncle Dana's book is how to shut the pirates down. Because Uncle Dana, Dana. Uncle Dana put the fear of God into the pirates. If you if you try to pirate a UFC event, I you you are the dumbest person. Bro, on the imagine face of the then you try to like talk trash to Dana and you become the guy. You're the guy. He's got you. He knows where you live. He's, he's gonna he be has petty. eyes everywhere on you. As soon as you start streaming this fight, you're done. Done for five years at least going to jail, prison. Because he said prison. he'll fully press charges. Throw the book, as mm-hmm. they would say. So yeah. Anyways, Josh, what what are your, what are your thoughts on the fact that none of these fighters actually got paid? Um. Like, so I don't. I, none of these people, I don't think, were like waiting. They they weren't waiting on this money for like their next meal. They're not hurting for money. They're not hurting for money. So I don't feel too bad. But also on the flip side of it, it's like they were. It's I don't know. They're like fake celebrities in it's, my book. On on one hand, it's you know, you were promised something. On the other hand, that's business, babe. This is a, this is a sketchy, sketchy, sketchy business. And just because you got DJ Khaled, you know, performing, you got Lil Baby performing, doesn't mean it doesn't make your whole thing legit. Right. It just means that you were able to pull a, a, another person, pulled a trick out of the um, Firefest hat and just made wild promises and and knew how to like, basically, this was basically a Ponzi scheme, if I'm if I'm thinking of this oh, yeah. right. So Bro, um, just the fact that like, like Jake Paul and Ben Astrid sold 1.5 million and TikTok, YouTube thought they could get anywhere close to that. Cracks me up. It's hilarious. They thought they were going to clear a third of that. Absolutely. They're like, not. we'll put Bryce Hall and Austin McBroom as our headliners. We'll get, you know, at least 500,000 people to buy this. No. Well, and here's the thing, too. Like, the last KSI loading fight uh, in 2019 was only $10. 
That's why that had so many biases. You know what? Kids could afford it. Exactly. They catered to their audience. That's not what these... I think they could have done this uh, TikTok YouTuber fight. I think they could have made it nineteen ninety nine, twenty bucks, and I think the vast majority of people would have just bought it. Because for for me, anywhere between like ten and twenty bucks, if it's like a pay per view, like I'm not gonna worry. Now I, I you know I I just I don't want to put in the effort of having to try and stream uh, a pay per view event anyways. So I'm I'm just gonna buy it or I'm gonna know someone that has it anyways. Um, but yeah, like if it's 10 or 20 bucks, I'm not going to go through the trouble of trying to find a stream when I know I can un uninterrupted, I can just swipe the card and, and watch the fight. Right. It's just like all these TikTokers that were like, especially the TikTokers that were like, you know, we're just going to come in here, collect the check. We don't care if we get knocked out or what. And then they didn't secure the bag. They didn't secure That's the bag. That's the funniest part to me <laughs> because the TikTokers got, other than Vinny Hacker, got absolutely demolished. Uh-huh. Well, they got their tails cute, especially Bryce Hall too, and so he, and at the end he was like, "Hey man, at least I got paid." <laughs> Psych. Nope. So you thought, but you didn't. The only like redeeming part of this whole thing being like, well, hey, at least they're getting the money. At least they're getting the bag. Like you know, these kids are are fine with being embarrassed. That's that's whatever. I I ain't got it in me. But hey, at least they're getting that bag. Now now they they ain't even getting the bag. Now they just they willingly flew down to Miami. Got into a fight, got made a fool of. Right. Double made a fool of. They got got twice, Nicks. They got got in the <laughs> ring, and then they got got in the business world. Lord have Bro, mercy. They got got twice. They got got Ooh. twice. <laughs> Bro, it's just funny when like when Triller could put like a streaming service to shame. Triller, of all people, that's saying something. That's saying a lot. Triller's no good. Triller's no bueno. I'll but never watch a Triller event ever again. Shout out to Showtime for signing Jake Paul shout so we don't have to. Shout out Showtime, man. Y'all are the real ones. Just You know what's wild, Nick, is when I watch a boxing event, you know what I want to watch predominantly? Boxing. I would predominantly like to watch it. And I have no problem with you having like Snoop Dogg or whatever do, do a just, song or two. But like, just, Sweetie, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm no, Gucci. No I'm Gucci. But anyways, uh, last topic. Um... <laughs> I want to talk about the the sticky situation going on in baseball right now. We got a sticky situation. We got a sticky situation going on in baseball. Can you just kind of like first explain to the people, you know, what you know these substances are, what's going on, and then we can talk about you know what's currently like the humor and all of this. So, if you have been keeping up with Major League Baseball this season at all, you're aware that they have already broke. They I think they've already tied the record for no hitters in a single season and that was in like the first two months um as you can imagine and and everyone knew that they had dead in the balls a little bit so it was going to be more pitcher friendly but the mlb it's in the same kind of step as the major league baseball the way they say they treated that treated um what's it called steroids right the same way they treated steroids is the same way they're treating uh sticky stuff and sticky stuff is it you know it used to be just like um like pine tar that, that you'd put on your 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 bat you know get a little extra grip um kind of evolved into some other stuff and now they're using something called spider tech which is you know it it's supposed to be like ultra 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 sticky um and the major league overnight has decided to start 
cracking down on this. And what they are making these Major League Baseball players do is three times a game they're getting randomly checked. So three times a game, once a pitcher walks off the mound, he has to take off his hat, he has to take off his glove, hand it to the umpire, he has to take off his belt, I believe, um, and, and the pitchers are not having it, as, as you can imagine. You're, you're trying to stay focused in this this – ump is coming up to you and the thing is it, it seems like it's only happening it's not happening after you know a guy goes three up three down all strikes you know just crushing them he's just got crazy stuff moving all over the place it's not like that it's like when a guy you know gives up six hits in an inning and like the only the only outs they got were like three pop flies you know it's just it it's, makes no sense. It makes no sense. The best, but like, the what the best part about this whole thing has ended up being is like, the players are taking absolutely control out of all of this. And when I tell you they're making, Josh, they're making absolutely an absolute mockery out of this whole thing. A lot of players they're starting to like they're strip down. They're taking their belts off. They're taking their pants off. Like it is the funniest thing. They're like, oh, you want me to check here, Joe? You want to check? You can I'm gonna, check. I'm, I'm gonna strip completely down for you. You can check everything right here. And, it's the uh, funniest thing, bro. Because the players aren't having it at all. If if I, you know, I don't know what I would. I, this seems like a collective bargaining thing that you, you, all the pitchers should should get to doing, but. After a few days of, of this, uh, you know, strip searching, um, we finally got one. Or they got one. I'm not going to include myself with the, the Major League umpires. But they finally caught one guy with a sicky substance on his glove. Um, they they were making saying terms like it's been hermetically sealed. You know, it's been, it's it's like, been it's given a, a case number. It's a crime scene. And literally, <laughs> as you're watching this, they're saying, they're acting like it's the most serious thing. You have a guy in a polo shirt. Sticking the glove into a glad Glade Force Flex like trash bag and just kind of folding it over. It is. Hey, bro, has anyone seen that picture since? No. Well, I think so. I don't know. I about to say. I have no idea. He's he's in the dungeon, boys. <laughs> What's going on? Whatever. Everyone's pretty sure that they uh that that he's gonna be able to appeal and be like, well, where's the chain of command on that? Yeah. Because it's not like it. It's not like they had like a. Uh, um, like a, a Ziploc kind of bag that you can seal, and the only way to like unseal it is to like you know tear something off, and there's no like no signatures anywhere. It was literally put into a garbage bag and kind of folded up <laughs> and tossed. It, it, it's um, I wonder how much that you could sell that love for. I'd probably not a bunch right now. Seeing how I wonder, it depends on how long this whole this whole shenanigans goes on. This is, but it's made baseball like funny. You know, like, because apparently, like, the MLB, yeah, it's made already, like, the MLB is already kind of like a joke for a lot of things. Yeah. This has just made it, like, ten times more funny. It's objectively objectively the easiest sport to coach. I'm uh, telling you, I could be a manager right now. Easy. Easy peasy. It is. It has the most, like, shenanigans. And that's the only way to put it. Bro, the hardest. Shenanigans. Bro, the hardest level to coach has to be, like, freaking, like, six to eight-year-olds. Absolutely. Like right after T-ball. Because you're teaching the rules. Yeah, you're teaching them the fundamentals of the game. Like After they have the fundamentals of the game, you know, you just play baseball. And I think the reason that coaching baseball is so easy is because it involves doing the hardest thing in all of sports, and that's hitting a ball. Exactly. They give you basically a toothpick, and they get up there, and they say, we're going to have this cat. He's uh, got 
you know, arms that are made out of rubber bands, and he's going to throw it 102 miles. Right. Any, like, I'll say this, any high school or above-level college baseball coaches, or college, you know, MLB, minor league, whatever, high school, if you want to come on this show and argue with me how hard it is to coach baseball the at great that debate. level, let me know. I would be glad to debate you and argue this with you. I would love to hear this conversation. I'll be the, the unbiased moderator. I'm just uh, telling you, like, because it's like, at this point, if you're really, like, that concerned over it, it's like, bro, you're just wasting your time. Like, they go out there, you know what, they hit the ball, they catch it, they throw it to first base. If there's a person in the second base, you throw it to second base, you know? You throw it, if someone's running home, you throw it to home base. Like, I ain't never played baseball before, and I don't know all this stuff. It's pretty pretty easy. Pretty easy. It's pretty so. easy. Anyways, Josh, before I, you know, I, you know, really insult someone and end up getting myself beaten up, you go ahead and close the show out. All right, everybody, that has been this this week's episode of the Young Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. Go check out the uh, vlog. It should be up now. If it's not up now, check. To, right now is like Tuesday, the 29th at 8 o'clock. If it's not, It'll be out by Thursday morning at the latest. Thursday morning. Keep your eyes peeled. It'll be, surely it'll be all over our stories, all over our Twitters. If you don't follow us on Twitter, give me a follow. I don't think we have the, we don't really have a, a Twitter for the for the page, but, you know, tomatoes, tomatoes. Um, but like, subscribe to the episode, leave a five-star review. We really appreciate it. It really helps get us our, our numbers up. And that has been another episode. I've been your host, Josh Robinson. And this has been Nick Ford. As always, thanks for listening.